Discover FX's Shogun, the official podcast available now. Every legend begins with a story. Listen and explore episode by episode the story of war, passion, and power set in feudal Japan. Join host Emily Yoshida each week with the creators, cast, and crew in this exclusive companion podcast. They dive deep into the twists and turns of the plot, go behind the scenes, and explore the real-life history that informed the limited series based on James Clavell's best-selling novel. Search FX's Shogun wherever you listen to podcasts. Tax season is approaching, bringing potential extra cash your way. Rather than spending it all on an expensive deal filled with yada yada from your current wireless plan, consider switching to Metro by T-Mobile for no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada you don't take yada yada in life don't take yada yada from your wireless provider metro by t-mobile has no contracts no credit checks no surprises and nada yada yada stop by one of over six thousand metro stores nationwide this episode of Stuff They Don't Want You To Know is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor. Featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select game Gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Hello, and welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Noel. They call me Ben, you are you, and that makes this stuff they don't want you to know. The stuff we're exploring in this episode is near and dear to us, uh, both figuratively and physically. We're talking about a recent event in our own fair metropolis of Atlanta, wherein it looked as if the city was falling apart. And to a degree, to a very small degree, that was true. Absolutely. And we covered this just slightly. We touched it in our New York live episode just to give some context with that uh, material. But we're really going to get into depth into it today. Oh, that's right. So first, let's talk about infrastructure. Infrastructure is one of those um, one of those chronic problems that the U.S. has uh, because it's not, you know, a particularly juicy news item. It's kind of dry. 
people aren't really having passionate arguments pre-Flint. People aren't really having passionate arguments that make it into the national zeitgeist regarding, you know, water cleanliness and stuff. So if we define infrastructure in the most general terms, this describes all of the physical and social structures or facilities needed to make not just a city, but any society or a business run. So we're not just talking about roads or power supply grids or sewage or water treatment and so on. We're also talking about the groups of professionals that create, maintain, and ideally expand these structures to fit the needs of growing systems or communities. And that last part is pretty important. And these two categories cannot exist without the other. If you've got a bunch of top-notch professionals that are like really good at what they do, but they don't have anything to work on, that's pointless. If you have really great roads and facilities, but no professionals to house them and to run them, then what are you doing? Right. Yeah, they're they're reliant on each other. And it's no secret that the U.S. infrastructure is in dire straits, not not the band. Is that a band? Yeah, they do the, um, uh, what is it, uh, Money for Nothing? Oh, and your kicks che- for free? Kicks? Is it kicks? I, oh. thought, it, I thought it was checks. Like check chicks? mix? I always thought it was chicks for free. Get huh. your money for nothing and your – I like the idea of it being a checks mix song. <laughs> I just want to live in a society where our only currency is checks mix. I think that could happen. I, I feel like we've earned that as I like, a people. I like the little mini rye breads in checks mix. Some I think people, those are the know, best. I think they're – yeah. Do you hmm. think they sell those by themselves? They might. You're welcome, checks. So the infrastructure's in dire straits, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so this little outfit called the American Society of Civil Engineers, or ASCSI, uh, their most recent infrastructure report card that they put out, um, told a pretty depressing story about the state of affairs. Uh, according to their analyses, uh, there has not been significant amount of improvement in the uh, United States of America's transportation, water, energy, education, or waste management programs since the last report card was released in 2013. Um, and overall, they gave the good old USA a D plus. I guess that's better than a D minus or just a hard D. Uh, and this all breaks down. <laughs> Get it? Mm. I actually wrote hot. I know. I it's in there. It's in there. <laughs> Yikes. Into several, uh, different categories, uh, which include, you got your railways, your bridges, your ports, um, and then you've got solid waste, which was uh, received a C, and the bridges and ports both received C pluses, respectively. Then we have energy, hazardous waste, parks and rec, favorite show of mine, uh, schools, wastewater, and each of those received another D plus. So there was also a rating for aviation, dams, drinking water, inland waterways, levees, and roads, all of which received a D. And, of course, no surprise here, public transit, uh, the the eternal runt of the litter, uh, got a D minus. Overall, that's a D plus score, and overall, that's a bad, 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 bad thing. Yeah, this is really bad, especially since it just came out this year, and the last time that report was issued was in 2013, and you may have seen, if you watch it, the John Oliver uh, episode on infrastructure. Last week tonight, yeah. Yeah, last week tonight, and he focused on that 2013 report card, and uh, you'd think you'd think there'd be a little improvement. Again, it's not, you know, it's not as exciting yeah. as people would like 
like their news stories to be. So unfortunately, Atlanta is no exception to this trend towards stagnation and decrepitude. This came to a very public and very dangerous head earlier this year, and it concerns the roads. So there are five interstates that are important to this story that we're going to talk about. There's I-75 and I-85, which are closely linked when you're inside the, like inside the city itself. I-20 and I-285. I-20 runs east to west, so it just goes horizontally across the city if you're looking at it from above. Then you've got I-75 and 85, which run north to south, cut it uh, vertically again. From above, and I-85 in particular connects the Atlanta metropolitan area with uh, Montgomery, Alabama. You've got Charlotte, North Carolina, and if you go all the way up on that interstate, you can almost get to Richmond, Virginia. Um, let's see. Then, uh, oh, also I-85 carries an estimated 400,000 vehicles per day. That's across the entire highway. And uh, then the last one is 285, which is it's not a circle, but for this, let's say it's a circle. Uh, a loop that goes around the city as a bypass. So if you're driving south heading to almost Richmond, Virginia, mm-hmm. I hope there's a town named almost Richmond. <laughs> when, when you go through the city, if you want to avoid city traffic, you can hop on 285 and drive around the town. Uh, but 285, 85, 75, 20, they all have their problems. None of them are particularly Amazing, but every road is going to have issues, especially when sure. you have this much traffic. Right? Every road has its thorn. There we go. Mm. <laughs> I think that was worth it. Or a giant hole in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Or so it's giant. That's the, the thorn. That's the okay. thorn. Okay. Okay. Thorn is an acronym that somehow implies pothole. <laughs> All right. Nolan and I had a meeting about it. So, so what happened in particular with these with these interstates? Well. There were a series of incidents. Of unfortunate events. A series of unfortunate events. Uh, the first of which went as follows. On Thursday, March 30th of this year, um, an area underneath an overpass bridge of Interstate 85 um, near the Georgia Department of Transportation's Armor Yard, which is very close to where 85 crosses over Piedmont Road to any Atlantans, AT aliens in the, in the area. Um, caused a section of the northbound lanes to completely collapse and there was a catastrophic amount of damage to the adjacent southbound lanes. This was an honest-to-God conflagration. Yep. Uh, In total, there are 10 lanes of raised highway that were affected and this is 300 feet of highway in either direction. Even the president... The current president said something about it. It was a huge deal at the time. You may remember this from your news if you're in the U.S. Um, and without doing a, a Trump voice, we can just read the quote. You just imagine any president saying this from the Roosevelt Room. That was something. The whole world was watching that one. Our brave firefighters battled 40-foot flames, which was incredible. What was the reason for those flames? It was something underneath that was very combustible? Those flames were amazing. They were amazing. Uh, the president is right. Uh, I personally drove past them on my commute home, as we mentioned before, and uh, I got a video of it. And I think we'll, we have it on Facebook. I might post it on our YouTube just for funsies. Uh, yeah. 
who knows? Do so. Uh, that, w- that would be good. And if you haven't seen that yet on our social media, you can check it out. That's not the only thing that happened. On Monday of April 17th, we had another incident. I'm surprised he called the flames amazing and not tremendous. Amazing seems like the wrong choice of words. I know. Amazing has – Implies such, they were good. Yeah, it's a, such a positive <laughs> connotation. Tremendous would at least just mean they were large. Right, right. And in charge. Yeah, there was another little little doozy of an incident that took place on the 17th, which was Monday. Um, a section of I-20, which is a road that I frequent pretty often going between here and my hometown of Augusta, Georgia, um, basically buckled from underneath because I believe a uh, a gas leak took place. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah, and the AP uh, described it as such. Quote, the pavement rose to nearly the height of a full-grown man and split into several pieces. The official report was that an underground gas leak caused the buckling. Um, but a spokeswoman for uh, the, the local, one of the local gas companies, Atlanta Gaslight, said, while a contractor for the utility was working in the area, no natural gas was released. So would you say they're gaslighting us it's very like and i mean you know what how does that even happen like i can understand maybe if there was a pressurized a high high pressure release of material that could cause it it must it it must be because it could also be something small in in the gas um mix or in the density of the gas that's exploiting an already shoddy uh pipe system or something in need of repair because it's a big it's a big hill and apparently it popped up fast enough that a motorcyclist was injured. Um, like got evil Knieveled. Right. Unintentionally, a non-consensual Knievel. Uh, and this – we have a statement from the Georgia Department of Transportation and they went out of their way to say like this is not normal. They said – this is not an occurrence that happens every day. This is an extenuating circumstance of some things that happened when some work was being done. So this does not indicate that we have a widespread crumbling infrastructure. Man, that sentence structure is so strange to me. Some things that happened while some work was being done. <laughs> that's that's like a shady answer I would give when I don't want to talk about something. Are you saying you don't trust the official report? <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying that a lot of people don't. Uh and this, this is, these are the two biggest incidents. But also, earlier in the same day, there was a huge chemical spill downtown. So. Yeah. And this is, this is just really fast to jump on this. Okay. So we talked about 285 and I, uh, I-8575. So if you're going through the city, if you're a trucker, let's say you've got a lot of things, let's say hazardous chemicals loaded up on your, your rig. Uh, generally, it is illegal for you to go directly through the city using that I-85, I-75. Depending on the cargo. Yeah, unless – well, it's usually – it's for all trucks unless you have business business within the loop. Hmm. Like if you have business inside the loop, you can go through. If not, you have to use 285. Okay. Um, and apparently this truck did not have business and was doing – he was not on the correct highway. Yeah, and he met uh, one of our signature – insane drivers yeah yeah an suv driver that stopped in the middle of the highway and then it looks if you you can find video of this crash it looks as though this driver is trying to do a u-turn on a one-way highway 
but then just kind of gives up halfway through. It's yeah. weird. There's no, <laughs> there's no follow through. I mean, it's a, it's a bizarre clip because the person, like you say, sort of swings wide mm-hmm. as though they're going to flip it around, but then just kind of chills sideways and is like broadsided by this truck that then jackknifes yep. and flips over. Spilling its uh, its hazardous uh, payload. Yeah, it, it's a very strange thing. And this is a town where there are numerous accidents that happen every day. But these three events stuck out both for their proximity, the uh, extreme nature of the incidents, mm-hmm. and of course because jet fuel and steel beam jokes aside, how does a concrete bridge burn? We'll get into the official story after a word from our sponsors. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Join Metro. They help you stay ahead of the game with nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no credit checks, and no surprises. Outsmarting yada, yada means, uh, you know, taxis and stuff. Shady subscriptions. Did you guys ever order something online and you thought it was just like a one-time purchase, but then... You found yourself subscribed? Yeah, I had to call and stop payment on something because I had subscribed to it through Apple Pay. And even though I had like put a new card on there, it still was uh, tied to whatever card was associated with my Apple Pay. So I had to like go through this whole process of getting it pulled. It was really, really annoying. Well, that'll never happen with Metro by T-Mobile because you don't take yada yada in life. And you're not going to take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada, helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Yes. To further discuss the carnage 
facing off their town. We didn't even mention there was the, that same uh, week-ish, around the same time, there was a big fire on uh, Buford Highway, mm-hmm. which is our um, wonderful stretch of delicious uh, food choices all around uh, the world. Yeah, just, it's amazing. It's like, yeah, it's fantastic. And that the fire was actually really close to my house, just so you guys. That's right, and it was also which is also pretty close to where the uh, the, the main original issue was yeah, with the mm-hmm. burning fire to the bridge. The fire to the bridge. The point being is, maybe you're asking yourselves, listeners, what is the point being, gentlemen? <laughs> What is the point of being? Well, that's that's, that's another, different. That's, that's, oh, that's another episode. podcast. Okay, okay. But it's like, okay, you live in a city. Things like this happen. Yeah. yeah. And you might be asking yourself, though, what uh, what's the point of all this talk? And, you know, you're in a city. Cities burn. Things happen. Infrastructure breaks down. This is true. Yeah. But it's uh, when we start getting into the official explanation of this business, mm-hmm. things start to feel a little murkier. Yeah, right. We, yeah. And we also have memories of Sherman. So, you know, we're all a little nervous about fire. Yeah. The, the way I was going to say it is this is not the first time Atlanta's had a fire. There you go. Um, so this fire, this modern fire broke out on a Thursday afternoon in like the hinterlands of rush hour toward the end. And it was in an area, this under a bridge where all sorts of shady stuff happens in an area that was used to store construction materials and equipment and the flames and the smoke rose higher and higher in the air and authorities at the time said they're not sure how it started the georgia department of transportation or you know, like this guy's GDOT, which I think is cool. It sounds mm-hmm. like an MC name. They had been storing these coils of this plastic conduit that's used in fiber optic networks beneath the bridge, but they insisted they were not flammable. This stuff is specifically known as HDPE, an acronym meaning high-density polyethylene. Um, they're pipes, but they feel more like cables. You know, they're not the kind of lead pipe you're thinking of. Uh, the conduits are used in traffic management, cabling, fiber optic, wire networks. So the, the fire rises, right? All, all Bane style and, uh, the police and the firefighters cut off traffic officially. And despite the fact that it is during rush hour, a heavily trafficked interstate, not only are there no fatalities, but there are no injuries. The entire city walks off without a scratch. Yeah, except for the bridge itself. And uh, you can see video of commuters driving through heavy black smoke where the visibility is zero, but they were just going for it. And somehow, like Ben said, yeah, still nobody got hurt. It, it's, it seems so improbable, but it, it's also great. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the first thing, the complete lack of fatality, injury or accident that set people's weird weirdometer off, you know, that tipped the needle a little. The next day, three people were arrested. Uh, Basil Ellaby, Sophia Brower, and Barry Thomas. The deputy insurance commissioner, a guy named Jay Florence, said Basil Ellaby faced the charge of criminal damage to property, while uh, Sophia and Barry were charged with criminal trespassing. They think that these three people were together under the bridge when the fire started and that Ellaby set the fire. And he didn't say why this guy would start the fire. He didn't really um, say how in the beginning that they have a theory. But there's one part of this, this is a little bit of gallows humor. One part of the original police investigation said that the the three people who are, as far as we know, homeless, met 
to discuss the consumption and smoking of crack, which I love because it sounds like they're holding a meeting. Like to make plans <laughs> to smoke crack later? Right. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, but, you know, some of some of the story, like, is evolving because the Sophia and Barry are a couple and they were questioned for something like seven hours by – by the authorities. I don't know exactly which authorities, but they were a question for like seven hours. And then those authorities realized that these two were actually witnesses probably to this guy. Uh, Barry. But the whole thing, like it's like, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to meet me today. We'd like to thank Sophia for the lovely box of donuts. And, uh, we have a motion on the floor from the previous meeting to discuss the consumption of crack cocaine. It just sounds very, (laughs) And not to be heartless, but it does sound it's it's a very weird way to describe it. Mm-hmm. So the current guess is that Ellaby burned down a piece of an interstate by putting a chair in a shopping cart and setting the chair on fire. And then pushing a sofa onto it or something. Which I don't know. It was so weird. Yeah. That's that's the official explanation. Again, there's a lot of damage. Why don't people believe this story? Here's where it gets crazy. There are plenty of problems with the official narrative. So, of course, there's the angle of, you know, he set this fire in a shopping cart with a chair. But then there are many folks around that believe that it was just the consumption of uh, the drugs that caused the fire. And, of course, crack is a dangerous drug to you physically. But smoking it certainly doesn't produce enough heat to burn a bridge or to really even – cause a sustained amount of heat such that it might catch flammable materials on fire. Yeah, yeah it seems know. like it'd have to be deliberate. Yeah, because, you know, think about your people using a lighter of some sort, mm-hmm. and once the drug is consumed, I guess even if somebody threw the paraphernalia or the pipe somewhere, the odds of it combusting something else are pretty low. So just some facts about the bridge, because we talked already about 85 itself. The bridge was built in 84. They rebuilt it in 93. So what they're, you know, they also are regularly inspecting it. And in theory, they're repairing it when it needs to be. But here's what's important. The road surface, what we would call the deck of the bridge, is 8.5 inches thick. Uh, reinforced concrete and they've had like i i think now there are about two hundred fifty thousand vehicles driving on it per day in 2032 if the bridge is still around it'll be almost three hundred thousand. and the other some of the other problems with the official story are that people seem incredulous about it because it's strange to think that three of the most vulnerable people in our society would be quickly and publicly, you know, condemned as the people behind it. And I'm not saying these folks are saints, but I am saying there's a thing that happens sometimes in criminal investigations. And this, this happened with uh, serial killers too, like Henry Lee Lucas uh, and Otis tool, I believe were thought to have killed, you know, 350 something people because it turns out that the authorities were taking unsolved homicides and pinning them on these guys for favors. And it's completely possible that if there's someone who has a drug addiction, someone who's very vulnerable, doesn't have assets for like a lawyer or a family to help them out, 
it's very possible that the authorities would say, hey, do you want to uh, make this easier on yourself? We'll give you a better a better deal. We'll put you up in a nicer place, et cetera. Yeah, it's, it's possible. The whole idea of closing the case early has – I've heard that mm-hmm. spoken aloud many times just from people I speak with around the office and near my house. And this leads us to – theories that have spread in the wake of it. I don't know. Did you guys uh, ride any Ubers or Lyfts shortly after this occurred? Yeah, I did, actually. Um, on the way to the airport going to New York for the live show that we did, uh, my Uber driver had some pretty interesting things to say about the motivation uh, behind this. He felt as though this gentleman was being scapegoated and that it would require a whole lot more firepower, shall we say, to bring down this uh, infrastructure than than what one man, even with a, a dumpster fire, shall we call it, could have could have provided. Um, and his theory was that, you know, in, in Atlanta, we have a public transit system. <laughs> In quotes, it's not very good. It doesn't take you very far. Uh, it's a little bit outdated and we've been hearing for years that they were going to invest a little more money into it. Maybe, um, make the routes go a little farther, make it make a little more sense to use on a regular basis. So I think ridership for call it MARTA is down. And the idea was if you, if you, if you're the government and you want to increase ridership and cut down on traffic, yeah, maybe you just blow up a main artery uh, in and out of your own city. Yeah. Uh, that was his theory anyway. It's such casual super villainy. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's like, I want to be a bond villain, but I don't want to do like a whole world thing. Yeah. So just part of the interstate. Let's see how it goes. Um, I, I had yeah. a just really quick. I had yeah. an Uber driver who thought it was somehow connected to the new Brave Stadium that's up 75, the other artery that splits off right there. Uh huh. And, you know, let's not, let's not forget that right after you get past where this fire was started, if uh-huh. you're going north, you get to Buckhead, which is like the hoity toity, banker area the you know the very expensive area of atlanta uh and it's also where if you keep going up that way you'll you'll get to some of the nicer neighborhoods the suburban areas Mm -hmm. uh you know i don't know they they felt like somehow this was punishing those people my okay that's strange so quick facts about marta marta is one of the only public transit systems that does not receive federal funding and the expansion of MARTA has been stymied by tensions between counties surrounding Atlanta, too. So there, frankly, for a time, there, there was racism that mm-hmm. prevented the expansion of this system to other places. But then also there's the question of who's going to pay for it, mm-hmm. right? And this means that, well, there's no way around it, guys. Ridership for MARTA did increase dramatically by like yep. 25%. So, Almost immediately. 
Because, Almost immediately. And yeah. it's sustained until this day right mm-hmm. now. You can't park in a lot of the I was about to places. say, my roommate Frank takes Marta every day because he works downtown. Uh, and that is one of the few places you can get to down where the courthouse and um, mm-hmm. a lot of the government buildings are. And you can also get to a little town called Decatur where he also works. He does real estate title work. So he's either in Decatur or downtown. And he used to drive every day to the Marta station and park and then take the train. But now it's impossible to get a parking spot. So he mm-hmm. just like walks, you know, two, two and a half miles every single day now because it's just like usually there's no way to park unless you get there like at seven in the morning. Yeah, yep. I remember him telling me about that. There's there's this other thing, this idea that <clears throat> focusing on the homeless is a diversion or scapegoat, as you said, and that the Georgia Department of Transportation, GDOT, should shoulder the blame for storing these materials. But, of course, they insist that these were not combustible and then – we see that different different authorities or officials are saying different things about the fire. Like the you'll have a fire chief saying that this material certainly contributed to the high temperatures that were needed to collapse a bridge. But then, of course, the people at Georgia Department of Transportation are saying, no, 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 not flammable. And the fire chief is apparently not accustomed to talking about fire and how fire works. I'm just saying uh these these are the main alternative explanations proliferating through the city but each has its problem and uh, its own set of problems rather and there isn't at this point any proof of a complicated conspiratorial cover up although i do have i do have one can i tell you guys about it after an ad break Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Join Metro. They help you stay ahead of the game with nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no credit checks, and no surprises. Outsmarting yada, yada means, uh, you know, taxis and stuff. Shady subscriptions. Did you guys ever order something online and you thought it was just like a one-time purchase, but then you found yourself subscribed? Yeah, I had to call and stop payment on something because I had subscribed to it through Apple Pay. And even though I had like put a new card on there, it still was uh, tied to whatever card was associated with my Apple Pay. So I had to like go through this whole process of getting it pulled. It was really, really annoying. Well, that'll never happen with Metro by T-Mobile because you don't take yada yada in life. And you're not going to take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada, helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. 
Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So there is, even, it, this is a microcosmic example, right? Uh, on, a, on a micro level, uh, this event in Atlanta is terrible, but it's, it's great that no one got injured somehow, you know, uh, even though that's pretty curious, it's great, but there is a larger conspiracy afoot. And just like infrastructure, it's not necessarily uh, a sexy thing or a captivating thing, but it is real and it is important. And it is this state federal and local governments and politicians continue to ignore burgeoning infrastructure problems. These people in a very real way are conspiring to make these things problems for future generations. So I like bridges. I like driving on bridges says somebody, but I hate paying taxes. Why should I pay taxes for somebody else's bridge? And to save a couple of bucks, too often what happens is that this money just disappears or gets used for something else or is seen as wasteful spending by you know various various communities but the problem is that's calling an investment a, a waste of money and i don't know if that's fair to say but we do know without specific action yeah. <laughs> that there will be a um Though without specific steps, this problem will worsen and continue to worsen. Now, there are people out there in the U.S. doing great work, out there every day, repairing roads. There's some other weird uh, secret society of people in Atlanta who go around and just put metal plates willy-nilly on the asphalt. Yeah. I hope they're city employees, but it might be like a Toynbee tile thing. I don't know. If you could talk to them and ask them to at least add – least one more inch to the height of those that would be really great for my tires <laughs> so we we know people are working on this but it's something that has to be continually addressed and we're we'd like to conclude this stuff with some of the statements regarding the future of of the interstate here well, as of May 1st the GDOT has said that it's expecting to open I-85 uh on May 25th, that's just before Memorial Day on the 29th, uh, they're hoping for this. That would put the project three weeks ahead of its official schedule, which is honestly surprising to me after seeing 
what happened to the highway. I mm. thought it would take a lot longer than that. So kudos to everybody who's been working on it. And even to people who believe there is a conspiracy at play, even that is suspicious. Mm-hmm. You know, like sure. the, there were also early reports that there had been a terrorist attack that was covered up. Yeah. That one, by the way, the, we don't think that would work, ladies and gentlemen, because I can't remember who brought this up, but the thing with terrorist attacks when those things occur is that the people who have done it want everyone to know they did it. They want the credit. So that's, that's probably not in play here. There's a larger thing that will hopefully be good news. The current administration is, has been talking for some time about passing a large infrastructure bill. They have not at the time of recording to our knowledge passed it because one of the big things that they're trying to figure out is how to pay for it. Would it be a gas tax? Would they just raise the price of gas? So this, the situation might change and, and surveys find survey says that over two thirds of Americans support spending more on roads, bridges and transit. But, uh, it's very half and half when it comes to how to pay for it. You know, when the bill comes due and, We'd like to hear from you. What are the roads and bridges and water treatment plants like in your neck of the woods? Did we do an episode on Flint, Michigan? We did. We did. did. So this, I think, is the same in roughly the same category, except without. I don't know. Do you do you guys think this is an accident or there's something more at play? Is Marta really a secret supervillain? Okay, so just a couple of things. I, I wish – I don't wish that were true, but I can imagine that being true. I just see like a table with a big M yeah. and it's awkward, but they all have to sit around the M. It's orange yeah, and blue. There, there's Hydra and then there's Marta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just just from experience it, experiencing the fire uh, very close to it and and seeing it from far away early on when it was starting, Yeah, I can I, – I mean I can't – I can't say for certain, but it definitely seemed like a small fire that got out of hand from okay. what I observed coming from our offices, yeah. driving in the direction of it where you could see a little bit of black smoke and then to driving right past it where I could feel the obvious, you know, possibly thousands of degrees because I was very far away and it singed the hair on my arm. Wow. Um, I don't know. I mean. So you think it's an accident then? I think in, in my head, it's not an accident. And I'm not saying it's an accident. I'm saying it was a small fire that got out of hand. I see. So maybe they were just making a fire like to hang out around. Maybe that. Maybe the dude was committing an act of arson or someone was. Or, you know, I can't discount any of that. All I can say is that people are questioning whether or not that fire could, you know, melt the beams. Um, I'm pretty sure – that it can because it wasn't actually melting the concrete and the steel and everything. It was melting the, the connector uh, mm-hmm. between the two. I guess you can think of them as giant plates. Yeah. You know, the sections, the, the parts that connect them up. That's what was melting. So what, what about you, Noel? What do you think? You know, I mean, our government in particular is not the most above board. Um, that is shall true. we say? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I believe it was in 
Decatur. No, actually, it was in East Point, in the city of East Point. Um, there was a whole scandal where the government was like secretly keeping everyone's water bill money and like mm-hmm. not like they're not, you know, giving them the services that they were due and things like that. Just the so, local government, the local government. Yeah. But I just, you know, there's a kind of a culture of corruption. In this town, hmm. a bit, I would say. In any yeah. big the, town, in any say, big town, obviously, any big town. Yeah. But you know, would I put it past our local government too? It just, it just seems like a bit of a stretch, like a bit of like a reach too far. Yeah, that they're gonna like you know blow up the bridge to increase right, martyr ridership. Yeah, and yeah. not only that, do such a damn fine job fixing it because they really yeah. are. Right. Ahead of schedule, you know. They're, well, it's because they're, they're spending snapping along. so much money on well, it. Well, you know who's paying for most of it? Who? Is the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's federal oh. funding. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're interesting. But at the same time, it's like no one's pocketing that money. Yeah, it's I know. Obviously, it costs – it probably – Well, the contractors co- are. Well – that's true. But part of it, I mean, they'll probably get a bonus too for being ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. But I, I love what you mentioned about corruption because a little known fact about a county that is partially, is part of Atlanta is that in, this is DeKalb County, uh, the sheriff, one of the sheriffs murdered another one yeah. over the election. So yeah. we, we do have, we do have endemic corruption on, on several levels, but we have a lot of honest people doing Honest work. I, I'm. T- I love the. I love the the madcap aspect of. Yes, we need to increase ridership. What's What's the easiest way to do it? Should we take out an ad in the paper? No. How do you feel about bridges? <laughs> you know, it seems kind of Rube Goldberg esque. But uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode. We'd like to hear your take. On this kind of thing, do you think it was a co- an attack that was covered up? Do you think there's something more to the story, or is this just an unfortunate accident where everyone in the city got lucky and was not injured? And most importantly, has something like this happened in a place near you? And what's a what's a good way for us to start up another new deal where we just have a public works? association that goes through and just cleans up all the infrastructure. Ooh, that's controversial, Matt. We need it. I think Trump's got that on lock. Awesome. Well, let's do it. Yeah, there's there's a plan. We'll see if it gets passed that he proposed months ago, but it, that's also controversial. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately. Just, I, yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Like uh I propose that we do a non-controversial episode. <laughs> okay. Like what? <laughs> no, like Twinbee tiles. Or the sandwiches. Did you see that tweet, you guys? The, yeah. the whole sandwiches thing? Yes. Thanks for sending in the sandwich chart. I appreciated <laughs> it. I will use it and frame it. <laughs> We're uh, heading out today. This ends our episode, but not our show. We will be back next week with a special guest appearance from a friend of the show. Uh, do check it out. And between now and the next time you hear us on the air... Think about how many times a camera sees your face. Just Ew. just on average. Just, you know, muddle it out. There's one looking at me right now. <laughs> so if you would like to find some of our stories that have not made it to the air here on the podcast for one reason or another, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we are Conspiracy Stuff and Conspiracy Stuff Show. Or you can just send us an email to conspiracy at howstuffworks.com. 
Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.